Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Feeling all sorts of good here on Nuanas now. At least if you tell yourself that, you, you are. Hope you're having a great day. Great start to your week. And thanks so much for spending some time with us. You like my new artwork? If you're watching on SWX, you can see my Lawrence Taylor picture. Love it. We're going to keep on decorating around here. Not a forte. I know. You're shocked, aren't you? Missed anything in the first hour of the show? That's actually not true. We have a lot of cool artwork at our house. Um, I'm a very aesthetic guy. <laughs> I missed anything in the first hour of the show. All high school sports all the time. I heard from Rob Stanton, Billings West head coach, as they prepare to face Missoula Sentinel. Heard from Ari Gray, head coach of Butte High School as they prepare to take on Helena Capital and uh, give our Treasure State Stars for the week, highlighting some of the best individual performances from around the state. All that on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store, the MSU Bookstore. Appreciate those two uh, fine sponsors for helping present that uh, podcast to you. All right, Andrew, let's uh, do a little Treasure State Star extension Give us some standouts from uh, the weekend that was for soccer. Hellgate and Gallatin, the AA champions, the Hellgate boys, Gallatin girls, and then uh, in Class A, Columbia Falls boys and Billing Central girls, the standouts, um, or the champions, excuse me, uh, for the Class A brackets. Who are some of the individual standouts from uh, over the weekend? Yeah, Coulter, let's start out in Class A. Let's give a Treasure State star to Kai Golan of Columbia Falls. First half hat trick for the Wildcats as they officially snap Whitefish's streak of four straight state titles on the boys' side in Class A. Whitefish wasn't in this game. They beat Livingston 5-2 in the final. Uh, Kai Golan, crazy story. He actually got hurt really bad in last year's state championship game against Whitefish. A year later, rehabbed, came back three goals in the first half for the Wildcats. And they win going away against Livingston. That's their first state title in soccer since 2005. The other Class A game, Lauren Dull for Billings Central. A curling goal from the right wing from the top of the right side of the box to break a 1-1 tie against a really game Whitefish team uh, with, I believe, under five minutes left to go in that game. Billings Central, 10 state titles in soccer now. The most, the all-class record, I guess you would say, in Montana soccer history. Yep. Hellgate's got to be getting closer. <laughs> if they keep on with it, they'll be creeping up there. But Billing Central's girls have been awesome. Yep, and speaking of Hellgate, let's give one to uh, both players who were involved in the only goal of the Class AA Boys State Soccer Final. I finally got to watch a video of this play. I'd been hearing about it. It features heavily, of course, in the game story and all the narrative around this game, but I finally got to watch a video of it this morning, courtesy of Hellgate coach Jay Anderson. 
So thanks for sending me that, Jay. A great run from the sophomore Brady Reed down the left side. Beats four or five guys. Starts with the ball in his own half and just sort of slaloms and skates down the left side. Gets a cut back into the box. It deflects back out to Luca Musco, a junior captain for the Knights, who puts it into the top of the net from about 15 yards out. And that was the only goal, so we'll give a shout-out as well to Knights goalkeeper Hank Shattuck, who helped them keep the shutout there as Hellgate now wins four in a row. And then from the double-A game, what a way to wrap up a career for Bozeman Gallatin's Olivia Collins. Two goals for the Raptors as they beat Missoula Sentinel 3-1 to in the state title game. Olivia Collins this year, 33 goals in the regular season, nine more in the playoffs, including two in the state championship game. I would guess, Coulter, that she's going to repeat as the Gatorade Player of the Year. Uh, what a season, and she's heading off. Now, with the state championship, she'll be heading off next year to play soccer at Boise State. So there you go. 42 total goals in a season is just absurd. That's amazing. <laughs> she, I mean, obviously, I was going to say, before you gave me the kicker there, I was like, this young lady must be going uh, Division One, And then, of course, as you said, she's going to, to Boise State. 42 in a single season has to be close to the state record, right? Uh, that's something crazy, Coulter. I mean, especially, you know, you only play three or four games in the playoffs. So nine goals in the playoffs right. against the best teams in the state and two in the state championship Especially game. Especially when everybody knows that you're the one that you, they got to take out. Two minutes, loser, go home. You can, like, scout exactly for this person. That, I mean, that's so impressive. Yeah, you heard Dan Lockridge, Missoula Sentinels head coach, talk about her last week when we were sort of previewing that state championship game, and he's just like, yeah, it's someone you can't really game plan for no matter how much you try because she's just going to be the best player on the field no matter what she can do, uh, what no matter what she try to do. To stop her. So stay tuned. We might be hearing from Olivia Collins on a future footy 15. And I can almost guarantee it should be a part of our senior spotlight next summer because that's just uh, an unbelievable resume that you just reeled off for that young lady. So there you go, Treasure State Stars. Uh, part dose here on Nuanez Now. Uh, Treasure State Stars proudly presented each Tuesday by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes about 20 minutes from now ryan hanovan he has joined us before he is uh the director at the sports barn which is a great indoor multi-purpose facility and a great place for all sorts of uh gatherings and competitions so we'll learn more about what the sports barn's got going on part of our youth sports segment presented by pepsi cola so uh, stay tuned for that let's talk some uh, Big Sky Conference basketball. We talked about polls this last uh, week, and we also gave our Big Sky Conference uh, preseason all-conference squad uh, how we voted and then how the results came out in the league. Uh, but we we're it's upon us. I mean, the, the, the Grizz and Lady Grizz have had their maroon-silver scrimmage. The Montessi Bobcats had an exhibition um, over the weekend, McDurham. Former MSU head coach was in town with MSU Billings. Sort of a farewell tour for Coach Durham. I uh, have to think that uh, he's getting toward the end of his career. But pretty cool moment for him to bring his squad back to the brick. They did a little remembrance video for him. I mean, Mick Durham's the all-time leading uh, winner in the history of MSU hoops. And uh, he was there for 16 seasons. And he uh, helped recruit a bunch of great players, including... Danny Sprinkle, who's the head coach there at Montana State now. So cool moment for those guys. Always interesting, too, when sort of the uh, the pupil gets a chance to beat the mentor. And, and the Bobcats had to gut it out against MSUB. 
but they did get it done. And so we're, we're into hoops season right now. A couple storylines uh, in Big Sky Conference hoops. We'll start on the men's side uh, that I find intriguing uh, are, I, I guess there's, there's four that revolve around head coaches and then subsequently their programs. First of all, it's going to be very, very weird covering Big Sky Conference basketball with no Randy Ray. Ray Ray has been at Weber State for 16 years. He's the all-time leader in Big Sky Conference victories by a head coach. He's always been a guy that's been very gracious with his time. Um, I always felt bad because my relationship with Coach Ray was almost exclusively interviewing him after he was losing in Missoula because that was like the one thing that he, seemed to be a thorn in his side, whether it was the regular season, the postseason, no matter what the status of the, the year was. Weber always had a hard time with Montana. And uh, he resigned at the end of last year, retired, in fact. And um, so it'll be interesting to see where Weber State goes because that's a lot of stability that no longer exists. They did hire internally. They hired one of his top assistants. And and maybe it'll be a breath of fresh air for Weber because Weber was uh, the class of the league for the first 10 years that Coach Ray was there. And he signed the big eight-year extension. And... Uh, then they've been good, but they have not been, you know, cream of the crop, best in the big sky for a, a little while now. So maybe it'll be a fresh breath of air. We'll see. But either way, it'll, it'll just be weird without Coach Ray in the league. We also saw sort of this abrupt turnover at Sac State. Brian Katz had been at the at Sac State for more than a decade. He was the second longest tenured coach in the league. He abruptly resigned at the beginning of last year, citing health problems. Then they navigated last season with an interim head coach, who I thought actually did a pretty decent job. And uh, now they've hired David Patrick, who was in the mix for the Montana State opening before Danny Sprinkle got that job. But he's brought in a lot of highly regarded transfers, and uh, Sac State was picked sixth in the league in the coaches' poll, so there's certainly some expectation there for the Hornets. That'll just be interesting, too, whenever there's a new coach. I mean, I think that Sac State, Portland State are always going to be intriguing when they have new coaches there, because especially in hoops, because you can recruit from and to the city. But you also have the challenges of trying to, to have a semblance of tradition or, or match the, you know, sort of the, the, the support and fan base of some of the other schools in the league. So we'll see what happens with David Patrick, but they certainly have some some pieces to build there at Sac State. For years and years, the best player at Sac State has been one of the best players in the league. So you can get good players there. So it's a matter of getting a bunch of them. It's a matter of getting them all together to try to get on the same page and uh, actually chase a Big Sky Conference title. Then when you talk about some of the best stories in the league, you come in-state to University of Montana and Montana State. A banner year, quite literally, for Montana State a year ago. Arguably the best season in their program's history. They won the Big Sky Conference regular season title for the first time since 2002. They won the Big Sky Conference tournament championship for the first time since 1996. They went to the NCAA tournament. They won a program record 25 games. 
And uh, they had a bunch of super seniors like Xavier Bishop, Ahmed Adamu, and Abdul Muhammad leading the way. Well, now, what's it like without those three guys I just named? What sort of attention does Jabril Bello, the reigning Big Sky Conference MVP, receive now that he's in his senior year? Nobody, nobody, he was never sneaking up on anybody. He's too big, too big, strong, and powerful. But where where are we at with Bello, and can he take the next step, and can he be even more dominant than he has been? We'll see. Uh, Raekwon Bata likely going to be thrust into a more prominent role, probably going to be a starter. What's next for him? Former University of Washington transfer for MSU. And most importantly, who's running the show? I mean, he had, he had one of the best floor generals in the conference and Xavier Bishop running the show last year. He had one of the best clutch players in the league in Amin Adamu, who just came up so big in each of the last two conference tournaments to really buoy you. And so there's a lot of different leadership responsibilities that are going to be delegated. How does that all play out? And Danny Sprinkle was in the mix for some from different jobs during the offseason. He ended up staying at his alma mater. There's a lot of intrigue there at MSU. How do they how do they sustain success? Because they they've never sustained success. They've had a couple blip years, but by and large they were pretty sustained. They were stuck in fourth or fifth place for forever. Whether it was Brad Hughes or Brian Fish or whatever, Sprinkles gotten them better each year. What's better than last year? Can you take another step, or is it just maintaining? And then how do you go about just maintaining? Because sustaining is one of the hardest things to do for any organization in sports, business, and otherwise. And then the last one that just jumps to the top of the plate for me for storylines around the Big Sky Conference and men's hoops is Montana. Montana has been the gold standard of the Big Sky Conference forever. I mean, from I mean, if you want to listen to one of the things I'm the most proud of that we've produced here uh, at ESPN Radio – Go check out Grizz Greats, The Coaching Tree. It's a 10-part podcast series. It was the debut of our Grizz Greats podcast miniseries and the first one that we did. It's a 10-part series chronicling and uh, remembering the unbelievable coaching tree for the University of Montana men's basketball program. We had interviews with all of the living members of the coaching tree. Judd Heathcote is the uh, sort of the godfather of it all. He passed away, so we did not have an episode with Judd, but we talked to Jim Brandenburg, Mike Montgomery, Stu Morrill, Blaine Taylor, Pat Kennedy, who's actually not part of the coaching tree. He was the one that was not part of it, but his perspective was still very interesting since he was the one guy that led Grizz Hoops that wasn't a part of it. We talked to Don Holst, Larry Kristoviak, Wayne Tinkle, and Travis DeKeer. The Grizz have always been a conference title contender. They've always been a Big Sky Conference tournament contender. Well, they've been stuck at 500 for the last two years. I think the last two Grizz basketball teams have been two of the least appealing, least fun teams to watch in my time covering Grizz Hoops. And I I love basketball, love college basketball, love going down to Dahlberg Arena. It's one of the best venues you're going to find in small school college hoops. When the Grizz are good, it's one of the most fun places to watch a game. But not only have the Grizz been sort of stuck in neutral, they've also been very unappealing to watch. They just have not been very functional offensively. They've been sort of uh, 
behind the times in, in modern-day basketball. Does this sound familiar from my opening rant <laughs> about the football team? That's a, a story for a different day. That said, I also thought, though, Montana, one of their biggest problems was they had too many teams or too many guys on their team, excuse me, that were too similar. Too many guys that could do the same things, not enough guys that could do different things. They desperately needed some shooting. Well, they went out and they think that they got it in Deshaun Thomas, who's a transfer from Colorado State, and Anand Moody, who's a transfer from Southern Utah. They also needed some guys that aren't just combo guards that dribble the ball and then shoot mid-range jump shots. They, they got to get more diverse. Well, losing Robbie Beasley, I think, is addition by subtraction. That's more minutes for Brandon Whitney. I think he fits the system better. I think he's more of a true point guard. And I also think they just need to figure out a way to just get the ball to Josh Bannon and get out of the way. All that said, though, I think that there's a real dynamic with Travis DeCure and the arc of his career. I think Coach DeCure knew that he had one of the greatest teams in school history when he assembled the powerhouse teams that went to back-to-back NCAA tournaments. Then I think that after those two teams were done, I think the next step for him was he was going to move on from the program. I think a lot of people around here thought that as well. He had some opportunities come. He had some opportunities go. And he remained the head coach at his alma mater. But you have to wonder if there's a disconnect there. Well, I spent some time with Coach DeCure in the early summer, and I could tell, I could just feel the vibe in him and, and just his engagement that he was back all the way in on leading Montana basketball. I'm not saying he wasn't in on leading. I mean, he's a competitive guy. I just think that sometimes if you're dabbling in other things or or wondering what the future might hold and thinking that the future might be not where you're standing, it can cloud the vision. But I think that he realized what it, what he needs to do to get this program back to where it belongs, and that's among the front runners, if not the favorite in the big sky, year in and year out. I still think he's one of the great coaches uh, in mid-major college basketball, especially in-game. I think the stuff he can draw up on the board is tremendous. And so I think that just uh, a breath of fresh air for the Grizz will be welcome. And I think that just, you know, figuring out a way to get the ball to your main horse, and that's Josh Bannon, throw throw the big dude the ball on the block and, and watch him work. I mean, he had up and down freshman year. He had a great sophomore year. His next step is to be an MVP candidate at the Big Sky Conference. So I hope that he can attain that. You want us now, ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Rapping about some Big Sky Conference hoops. Andrew, you got anything to contribute to this? I know our guest is here. Ryan Hannigan from the Sports Barn will join us here uh, in just a couple minutes. Anything that's intriguing about Big Sky Conference men's hoops to you that isn't uh, those four that I just named? Well, I think you hit on everything pretty good, Coulter, but this is a league that's fascinating really from top to bottom this year. Uh, and I love the the storylines that you mentioned. I'll particularly be watching Sacramento State. I think that's a fascinating dynamic to watch unfold and a fascinating experiment that'll be going down on in, in Sacramento. But among things that you didn't mention, I mean, just what about Portland State in the second year under Jace Coburn after sure. making a run in the in the conference tournament, winning a couple games in the conference tournament last year? What about down at the bottom of the conference? Can one of the Idaho teams, they're sort of in a race to get off the floor of the conference under uh, you know new but not that new anymore head coaches, can the Bengals or the Vandals take a step up this year? What about you know David Riley continuing at Eastern Washington and David sort of the patchwork team? I like I like David Riley. I think David Riley's a good coach. 
Well, that's absolutely right, but he's sort of in the class with the coaches at Idaho and Idaho State who have been there for a year or two now. Well, now where does the progress come from? And they had a little bit of a patchwork roster at, at Eastern Washington last year with some transfers, some guys that they brought in. What about Dalen Koontz at Northern Colorado? He's a guy who thought about going professional a year early, put his name in the NBA draft, but didn't hire an agent. What does he do coming back this year? Can he lead Northern Colorado to something special this year? Can he put his name actually into the NBA conversation this year? I just think there's great stuff all up and down the conference. It's interesting when you just rattle off all those coaching names and stuff too, because I think there's a lot of guys that could, there's, there's an opportunity for a redistribution of the hierarchy of big sky conference coaches with coach Ray out, Brian Katz out. I think that Travis DeCure is absolutely there. Danny Sprinkle, I think that he deserves to be in the conversation. Shante Leggins isn't in at Eastern in Washington anymore. So who can rise up? Is Jace Coburn going to establish himself? Or David Riley or David Patrick at Sac State? Shane Burkhardt, Northern Arizona? Uh, who knows? I also think it's funny when you bring up Idaho. I, just, I still can't believe that Idaho basketball has become what it became. I mean, Idaho, the team that they had during the peak of the Don Verlin years was so good. And it's crazy that they went from so good to just so bad. And I don't, I just, it, it's, it's bizarre. It's, it's totally crazy. It seemed like a bunch to, uh, to do about nothing. The reasons they dismissed Don Berlin. We could go down that rabbit hole forever. Big Sky Conference coverage always at SkylineSportsMT.com and here on Nuana's Now ESPN Radio. Take a step out from that. Step into the youth sports world. Ryan Hanovin from the Sports Barn. What's going on over there? How about all of the different things that the Sports Barn's got rolling right now and upcoming for the winter sports season? We'll do that next, our youth sports segment presented by Pepsi-Cola of Missoula. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. We always let the guest pick the music. I didn't know that you were a deadhead, though. So I am. I'm a. I'm a. Uh, I grew up in Buffalo, New York, and I grew up right next to Rich Stadium. And every Fourth of July, the dead would come to Rich Stadium, and my stepsister brought me to my first dead show in like. I don't know, the mid-early 80s, and yeah, so I kind of like the jam band thing that Fox I love Sports does as well. I don't know if anybody's picked up on it, but they there's apparently a jam band fan there, and they've been playing like Fish and the Dead in between like World Series and NFL games, so love it. We gotta love it. Ryan Anderman, in front of the show, uh, in studio with us here on Nuanas. Now it's our youth sports segment presented by Pepsi-Cola of Missoula. We do this the first Tuesday of uh, each month. Ryan, uh, one of the head guys over there at the Sports Barn, and they have all sorts of stuff uh, going on there uh, at the Sports Barn. 
uh, for all of the kiddos in the community and, and people of a variety of different ages. We're going to get to that in a minute. But like you said, you're from Buffalo. You must be feeling pretty good right now because it's funny. Sports curses are like a real thing, right? Or cursed franchises. And the Bills went through it as hard as anybody. I mean, the NFL, the salary cap, it's designed so that everybody figures out a way to make the playoffs on a cycle, right? The Bills missed the playoffs for like 20 years in a row. But now, pretty good. They're rolling along pretty good. You must be pretty happy. Yeah, how do you feel about missing the playoffs 20 years in a row, but you also lost four <laughs> Super Bowls in <laughs> yeah, a row right, before right. that, right? So, like, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, I mean, you must be feeling pretty happy, though. That the, I mean, the Bills are pretty good. It's like they're looking good. You know, the, the trade that they just made today uh, makes them, I think, a better team in the long run. They didn't have to give up a whole lot for it. So, yeah, it's exciting. I just, as a Buffalo fan, like, I'm not a big fan of people texting me, telling me, like, oh, this is their year. This They're going to do it. You know, and the, it's theirs to lose. Like, you know, we're from Buffalo. Like, we know. They can lose it. <laughs> oh, well, uh, no question. Well, the other problem that's going to be the problem for everybody in the AFC forever, for the next 10 years at least, is that Patrick Mahomes still plays in the AFC. <laughs> You're going to have to get past the Chiefs. That's going to be the ultimate roadblock for everybody. 100%. But how much, like, how great is it to see Mahomes, Allen, Back oh man! Right, like you know, it's going to come down to last possession. You know, it's going to be a great game unless like some crazy thing happens. So that it's exciting. I mean, that game last year was one of the greatest games I've ever watched in my life. It was unbelievable. The playoff game between the Bills and the and the Chiefs. Uh, let's talk about the sports bar. I know that we've talked about it before on the show, but give people an update. Uh, first of all, just tell people where it's at because I think that's a, a key part. But this is a great indoor multi-purpose facility. They can host all sorts of different sports. Yeah, check out the Sports Barn. If you uh, if you search Missoula Sports Barn on uh, online, uh, our Instagram, uh, Facebook feeds, uh, we've, we've got quite a bit of presence on social media. But we are located at 2811 Latimer Street, right across from Pacific Steel. Really only a couple of blocks from here. We have yeah. an indoor turf field, a couple of golf simulators. We'd like to get you over to play some golf. Uh, I just- was just thinking, <laughs> it was so funny, I played so much golf this summer. And then um, I, we were able to play golf like way late into the fall. So I played a couple times, but I played a couple times during the football season as well. And uh, my last round, I wasn't thinking of it as my last round of the year. So I wasn't like remembering it like, oh my gosh, this is going to be my last time I put the clubs away. I just thought I was going to go again, then I haven't. So. I have the itch. I was actually thinking about that this morning. Yeah, come in. So we just actually picked up Tim Backer, uh, Tim Backer Golf Academy. Uh, uh, He's a pro in town. He's going to be teaching lessons there, too, and and has a great presence with the kids. So we're super excited about it. Maybe that's what I'll do this winter. Maybe that'll be my hobby. Get my swing fixed over there at the sports center. So, Coulter, I'm going to tell you a little secret, too. Uh, Looking at the golf courses that I can buy is like an Amazon Prime addiction. (laughs) My my shopping cart is full, and I keep adding these courses. So you want to come play, I'll keep adding. Course, well, sure. I, I love it. Well, uh, <laughs> tell people just about some of the things that can uh, go on there for the kids because you have a lot of stuff for indoor soccer and lacrosse and all sorts of different things. Yeah, and it's a great time right now. We're actually in uh, the, the gap week between our last session that ended last week. Next session starts up next week. So all of our registrations are currently open and active. We have uh, everything from flag football, lacrosse, uh, you know, at the both youth and adult levels, uh, soccer as well. Um, so just about anything you can imagine imagine to to play we have registration open for right now we do a bunch of birthday parties as well where we actually take every one of the sports that we do uh you know in leagues and we do them in glow in the dark mode so we have a you know quite a bit of options there so yeah check out check out our website check out our instagram and and you'll get quite a bit of information there the uh cool part about this too is it's not just the facility like you guys actually facilitate the actual leagues too right so i mean it's not just a place to go 
you can actually find the competition and, and all that sort of stuff there as well. Yeah, we're drumming it up, and I'm so excited. So um, we'll have the Grizz lacrosse team coming in to play box lacrosse. We're going to break them up into some smaller teams next week as well. Uh, and that's always fun because our kids will be coming off, like our 7th and 8th graders finish, and then they get to watch the Grizz teams come out and play as well. Uh, I think I'm certified to referee every sport that <laughs> I love exists. That. So I actually am, am one of the guys that's out on the field quite a bit. Uh, I coach quite a bit of the sports as well, so it's a lot of fun. Let's talk about that element of it as well. Ryan Hanovan in studio. He's from the uh, sports barn here in Missoula, and they have all sorts of opportunities for your uh, youth to participate and uh, stay active and healthy throughout the uh, winter sports season. This is our youth sports segment presented by Pepsi Cola of Missoula. Uh, we talk about this across the board, with especially when it comes to high school sports, but this is also uh, something that's applicable to this as well. We, we have a a dearth of officials. We need more officials. And yeah. uh, I think it's it, it's on display at your facility too. Right? I mean, you just need more people to come out and help. Correct. Yeah. So we're, we're actively hiring. We have a bunch of positions that are open right now. We're hiring full-time league coordinator. We're hiring uh, officials for all of our, our leagues. We're hiring front desk folks. There is, it's a, it's a, an epidemic of a shortage of, of officials sure. in every, you know, from, from youth level right up into high school and to college even. So yeah, uh, we actually running some official training courses there as well. So Trish trying to bring more people in. I have a, a lacrosse certification that's going to happen for officials uh, later this winter. And then we're going to train coaches as well and get them certified up too. So yeah, there, we need more people. So if you have any interest in officiating and coaching, come check us out. This especially for you uh, young people out there, because when I, it's so crazy, man. When I go watch high school football in Montana, it's the same guys that have been officiating since I was in high school. I've been out of high school for almost 20 years. Like, we got to have yeah. new guys because there's a, a bunch of great veteran guys. But these guys, you know, I mean, they put in 30, 40 years of their time. They yeah. need to just be able to go sit in the stands, eat some popcorn. We need some some new blood. Yeah, you, it's great to have legends. But at some point, you have to let the legends rest, right? We have to be able to bring them up and, and let them train up new officials as well uh, and, and just get a, a new pool. Because, again, we get to these points where we, we want to run all these leagues. We want to run more sports. But you can't do it without the officials. You can't do it without the coaches. You have to have these resources in place. I promise you it's not as uh – as intimidating as it might seem. I, I umpired youth and, and Legion baseball forever. I had no conflicts because you just take it serious. If you just if you're just into it and you're having fun with it and you're engaged in it, you'll do a good job at it and then people will see that and they'll see that you're trying really hard. It's not nearly as crazy as people want to make it out to be. And I'll, I'll even throw this out there. You want to ump baseball? You want to learn how to ump baseball and have a great time? Come ump our wiffle ball league. Nice. Come, yeah, come right. into our facility and ump wiffle ball and tell me you're not having a blast. Extra money, easy way to be involved in the community, fun way to be engaged in sports. Ryan Hanneman from the Sports Barn here in Missoula joining us for our youth sports segment. I hear on Nuan is now you're listening on ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television as well as the ESPN MT app. Uh, Ryan uh, is not allowed to play box lacrosse uh, anymore because he got himself a little shoulder injury there. So I, I, I'm sorry for you, man, but you'll get healed up. Uh, where can people find the website? Where can people find out more about the sports barn? Yeah, so MissoulaSportsBarn.com, www.MissoulaSportsBarn.com, uh, Missoula Sports Barn on Instagram, Missoula Sports Barn on Facebook, uh, Missoula Sports Barn on TikTok. And then, you know, our so our LLC is also Brown Bear Athletics. Yeah. So we run a bunch of Brown Bear stuff as well. Uh, 
Coulter, just so you know, I still have a right hand. I can play lacrosse. <laughs> you only need one arm, man. <laughs> oh, man, it never dies. The competitive fire, it never dies. This, this is Tucker, Tucker Sargent's one of our mutual friends as well, and this is him too, man. Every time he goes out and plays hockey and lacrosse, he's so sore. But he's like, I'm, I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to do it. I got to do it. So uh, go check out the Sports Barn online, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, visit their website, all that good stuff. A great place uh, to keep your kids active and also it's inside so it's a great way to participate in maybe some more quote-unquote outdoor sports during the winter uh, thanks for being here man i appreciate it Coulter. quick shout out to my uh, my kids uh, logan and cameron are listening right now oh, love my, it my wife amy she's over there i'm gonna go uh, take over yeah this is a family golfers. affair for the hand of it yeah, they yeah. got everybody over we, there we so. got golfers in all night so i'm gonna go over her uh, let her go home and, and hang out with the kids and i'm gonna go in and, and watch the golfers hopefully you know make some decent rounds of it so i love it well go check out the sports barn online across uh, all your various online platforms that's our youth sports segment presented by pepsi cola of missoula we talked about intriguing storylines in big sky conference men's basketball how about on the women's side we'll take you home here on your tuesday we'll do that next keep it right here nuanas now espn radio Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. ESPN Radio. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. On is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. If you've been following along, usually we wrap up Tuesday's show. The conversation with our good friend Tommy Evans usually comes in here and uh, you know stirs up a hornet's nest and makes us laugh, and then uh, runs across the hall to do the new show. Unfortunately, our main guy Tommy he's out sick today, so. Uh, hope you rest up, my man. Uh, get better and, uh, you know, take all the antibiotics. It'll help cure you, I promise. But uh, if you do change the channel ever from 1029 ESPN Radio, switch it right up the dial to 1033 The Trail, Montana's Quality Rock. From 6 to 7 on Tuesdays, you can find Tommy's new show there uh, on at 1033 The Trail. You are also allowed to listen to 104.5 The U and 105.9 Jack FM. Those are both uh, awesome Missoula Broadcasting stations. Missoula Broadcasting Company, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years and proud to say so. If you miss anything in today's Nuanas now here on ESPN Radio, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast which is probably presented by the M-Store. M-Store has a new location here uh, in downtown Missoula, the corner of Higgins and Broadway. You can also uh, check them out online. They have great inventory of all sorts of Grizz gear, and they have some new Grizz gear, Yeti cooler style. So you can get some koozies, a cooler, uh, lunchbox, all sorts of stuff. So check out the M-Store there on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The Nuance Now podcast also presented by the Montana State Bookstore, Want to get geared up for game day? You can go check out the MSU Bookstore there on campus in Bozeman. And uh, Montana State's Bookstore also gives part of their proceeds back to help ease the cost of textbooks. 
for their students. So that's very cool. Appreciate both those fine sponsors for helping bring us uh, the Nuanas Now podcast. We'll wrap up today with some more Big Sky Conference talk. We'll talk some women's hoops on the Big Sky Conference landscape. Intriguing storylines across the league. Uh, The first thing I noticed when I saw the preseason poll was not that Montana State sat atop the preseason poll for both the coaches and the players. That was not that surprising. The Bobcats returning a core of uh, great players that have been part of their core for a couple years, led by preseason MVP Darian White. The surprise was not that Montana was number two, although I actually have more questions about the the Lady Grizz. I had the Lady Grizz at fifth in my poll just because I think there's a lot of coalescing that needs to happen, but the talent there is really good. The biggest surprise to me, preseason Big Sky Conference women's basketball poll, was the status of Idaho State sitting at number eight in the preseason coaches poll. The Bengals have been uh, very good uh, pretty much always under Seton Sobolewski, and they've been outstandingly good the last couple years. And they've definitely had a, a huge roster turnover. Uh, Diaba Canate decided to transfer uh, before her final year. They've had a lot of great players graduate, including Dora Golish, who's now on the uh, staff there at Idaho State. But And, and I, I must say that I have a hard time believing Seton Sobolewski's teams won't be competitive in March because it has never mattered where the Bengals finish in the regular season. In fact, when they finish high in the regular season, that's not a uh, transitory property to finishing high in the postseason when they've been sort of middle middle of the league in the regular season. They've made runs in the Big Sky Tournament. So it should be interesting, but that was one of the striking things when I saw that Big Sky Conference basketball poll. Andrew, what what surprised you, if anything, about the polls, or what what do you think of our our intriguing storylines, Big Sky Women's Hoops? I just thought it was interesting how uncertain the polls are there. I mean, there's a lot of teams behind Montana State that we're still waiting to answer a lot of questions about Coulter. And, of course, that starts with the Montana Grizzlies. And I think the Montana Lady Grizz are going to be sort of the spotlighted team early in the season in the big sky. Because, like you said, there's a lot of talent there. Brian Holsinger... um, you know, as a guy who brings a lot of energy to that job, it looks like he's put together a really good roster, and they were pretty good, Coulter, last year. I mean, they weren't a real contender, and and they lost their first game at the conference tournament, but they had some good moments last year. What happens now with the Lady Grizz this year in a year where the conference is looking a little bit softer under Montana State at the top? Yeah, I think it's a, a gigantic question, Mark. I... I, I scream about this all the time on this show. I I think it's so funny and also strange to me how much the the concept of chemistry on a basketball court eludes fans when they're analyzing hoops and when they're thinking about hoops. We see this all the time in the NBA. Superstar A and Superstar B join up. It's it's almost never been fluid right out the gates. You have to have a redefinition of roles and redefinition of the way you flow and learning how to play with each other. I think that more than, than star power talent, chemistry and flow is the most important thing in hoops. 
And so I just think you're going to always have growing pains early when you're learning how to play with each other. But how quickly can you coalesce? I think that's becoming one of the priorities for building a program and for head coaches across college basketball is getting groups to coalesce quickly because you're always going to have so many newcomers now. The roster overturns this insane. So we'll see. But I do think that when you look at a team on paper and you have a tried-and-true, hard-nosed, really fundamentally sound point guard in Gina Markson, comes to Montana from Idaho, and you have a slashing, silky smooth combo guard like Sammy Fakin, and then you have one of the best pure scorers in the conference in Carmen G. Feller, seems like an excellent starting point for a great season. I just think it's going to take the Lady Grizz a little while to gel. They have a pretty tough non-conference. I think that Brian Holsinger... Uh, set it up that way because he wants them to be challenged. But the thing that's, that has been elusive for the Lady Grizz since Robin Selvig retired has been that cohesiveness. It, the the thing that made the Lady Grizz so special for so long, Crystal Redpath, our Big Sky Conference women's basketball analyst, she always talks about it, about how the the familial feel and the playing together and and the pride and tradition that goes beyond you, it goes into the past and into the present and into the future. That was one of the defining factors for Lady Grizz basketball for so long. It's been something that they are very aware of, but that has been eluded, that has eluded them uh, in recent years. That and just the demons of the conference tournament. Montana's had a really hard time losing or winning uh, at the conference tournament since it moved to a, a neutral site. In fact, they've only won once at the conference tournament since it moved to a neutral site. And it's been a while now uh, since it's moved. So the Lady Grizz are certainly intriguing. The other team I think is very interesting is Weber State because Weber's program has been on a full-on roller coaster over the last decade or so. They were the bottom of the barrel in Division One for a while. They, they lost 50-plus conference games in a row at one point. Then they come back. And Beth Ann Ord gets them to the middle part of the league where they were pretty dang competitive. They won 20 games overall, back-to-back seasons. Then they can't get her contract figures out, so she bounces to Binghamton, of all places. And then they bring in Vlada Harris, and it's sort of a rebuild all over again. But they return Darren Hickok, who's a preseason All-Big Sky selection. And they've had some talent. I think Harris can coach. Where are we at with Weber State? Yeah, I mean, I just think they're in that big group of teams. I mean, they're but besides Montana State, Coulter, I would ask you, like, who don't you have questions about besides Montana State? Idaho. Yeah, I, I mean, I they've got Beyonce B back, but they had her last year and they were under five hundred. Yeah, I just think that they can keep it simple at Idaho by just going through her. I, th- I think that last year they they she was a great player, but they didn't use her enough. I think this year, her senior year. Not not a crazy returning group around her. I think you just you just throw the ball and get out of the way. I, mean, I think Beyonce B has a chance to be one of the leading scorers in the in the conference. And I also think that John Newley's squads are always good in March, and, and that's what this all comes down to. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. I agree with you about Weber State, but my thing, Coulter, is you could say what you said about Weber State about a bunch of other teams down there and sort of 
the bottom half of the conference last year. I mean, Eastern Washington's got a couple good players coming back in Jacinta Buckley and J.D. Martin. Northern Colorado knocked off the regular season conference champion Idaho State at the conference tournament last year. They've got players like Hannah Simmental. I mean, none of those teams really showed anything last year, but I think you could say the exact same things about them that you said about Weber State. I mean, they're interesting teams. New Orleans now ESPN Radio. We'll be back at it tomorrow. A full slate of guests, including Sam Herter, Hero Sports, Callahan O'Reilly of the Montana State Bobcats, Malik Flowers of the Montana Grizzlies, Bo Baldwin, the head coach of Cal Poly, and Mike Anderson of Grizz Hockey. That'll be a full, fun, jam-packed slate on your Wednesday. We'll see you then at 4 p.m. In the meantime, have a great evening. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. It's been a year since Paul Ryan expanded his firm to Ryan, Holloway, and Miller. Paul has been named Missoula's top attorney 13 times. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, The Advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, It's all we practice. Uh, You're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 MontanaAdvocates.com.